It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Saddle down, bitch. Race Wars. Race Wars. In the building, thank God. We missed a line about somebody jumping in my face. I'm upset about that. What happened? We should have been taping that already when she said she's gonna jump into my face. Okay. God damn it, Karen. Let's introduce our guests on a on a show. Ladies, introduce yourself. Ginger, you go first. Hello, I'm Ginger Lynn. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I'm excited to meet you. It's Sherrod and Karen, and yeah. uh yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. I'm happy that you're here. I'm a big fan. I know a lot of your movies. I mean, I've been, yeah, I've been watching for a while. <laughs> we kind of grew up together. Yeah, that's right. I'll say. Did I lend a hand in another way? You did. In, I'll tell you. It was like you were in a room with me. I feel like I lent a hand. It just wasn't mine. <laughs> Christy? Christy? Yes. I am here, baby. I'm on my cell phone. I'm leaving Vivid Radio. I, there was that two-minute turnaround, but I'm here. I'm here in beautiful, sunny Southern California, sitting outside, playing with okay. myself. Now, what, what, uh, okay, so y'all been quarantined and whatnot out there, too, as well, right? You know, yes and no. There's definitely a quarantine, but I did find underground, like, hairdresser, nail salon, facialist, massage girl, gym. So, all the important things. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going down with ugly hair and no nails. I'll tell you yeah, that my circle, much. My circle was kind of like that, but it included my weed man and whoever I'm fucking that week. <laughs> Sometimes it was the weed man. Ginger's who I'm fucking. Ginger's who I'm fucking. So that's that's never changed. Oh, there um, we go. She's got uh, her weed man. I got my alcohol man. We're good. Oh. We're fucking. Oh, we're nice. rocking it. Nice. Yeah, I, I have I have an in-house uh, daily fuck, so I'm I don't have to worry about that. Okay, that's what you I got would hate to be house. single right now. I would hate to be. I mean, I have both. I have my both my lovers. I have my male lover, and then I have Christy, my female lover. Uh, some people got and, all the luck. Some girls got all the luck, huh? Must be nice. And she, and she shares her her man with me. I don't know what if I could say a bad word, but if I'm like, because for the first two months I couldn't get laid by a guy. And there's only so much girls and sex toys could do. And I'm like, Ginger, I gotta fuck your man. She's like, baby, come on out. I got them all prepared for you. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm Sharon, Sharon. I'm a giver. Oh, Chris, Christy's my unicorn. <laughs> I am. Then I fly away. <laughs> <laughs> flying back to see me in three days. <laughs> yes, I John, am. John, you can hear me? I can hear you, my friend. How Introduce yourself. Yes, My I got you. My name is John B. I am the chief of staff for Stand Up New York. Currently, uh, with the amazing Dave Temple, we're here in Los Angeles, California, uh, doing pop-up shows all over uh, Los Angeles. Okay, uh, like where y'all doing it? So y'all left New York from doing the pop-up shows because the weather changed, and now you're out in L.A. Uh, uh, doing super spreaders. Super spreaders. <laughs> <laughs> super spreaders. I think that's a movie I was in. I mean, this has to be a little bit of a surprise. I mean, you got, we got Dave Temple here. I mean, this looks like a real race wars from upstairs right now. It does. It's a pack room. Yeah. It's different races. And uh, we got some porn uh, activity. Yep. Five <laughs> people on the show, the right amount. 
Now, uh, how, how long you been out in L.A. doing those shows? I've been out here since the election. Uh, I came out and uh, pretty much uh, I, I was out here a month prior uh, to it, right around September, because L.A. is in this weird place where New York is right now that people are fiending to go out, but they need something to do. Uh, they can only go eat and drink. But, you know, we had so much success in New York with our shows. We're like, fuck it, let's bring it here to the West Coast but bring better comedians as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, look at you. Always want to spread some East Coast, West Coast beef. Thanks, Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I go live every night when I'm in these streets in case I die. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ginger, now what are you doing now? Are you like, what's, what have you been up to? I know you girls got something you're working on. Well, Christy and I, we've been friends for 36 years. I was the first girl that ever licked her, can I say pussy? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's you race horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I I was the first girl that ever licked her pussy. Mine was the first that she ever licked. And throughout the years we we remained friends, filming off camera. In this eighties? In the eighties? Throughout the eighties. And right. then in the nineties and the, the early two thousands, we did a show for Sirius XM for uh, years together. And we recently got together in the last year or so and just decided, you know what? Our show is unlike anybody else's. Within the first five minutes, you're going to laugh your ass off. You're going to get, your dick's going to get hard. Your pussy's going to get wet. And you might vomit <laughs> a little bit. That's um, how I describe race wars. And so we just thought that rather than doing shows for everybody else, which is fine, we decided to start our own show where there are no rules. Um, we make, we have no rules. Yeah. Okay, well, do you tape the show? You like, you videotape it, audio? What's, what is it? It's video and audio, and they can find us at patreon.com slash who let the girls out. Okay, nice. I like the and title. And we're talking about not just those girls. Okay, nice. Nice girls, goddammit. <laughs> oh, they're nice, <laughs> all right. They're I would do everything to those. I would walk nice. them, water them. <laughs> Oh, baby, you better spray them down. <laughs> Need daily doses of their vitamins. Now, do you girls, what do y'all talk about on your show? Do you talk about the industry and how it changed and, and how has it changed? We talk about anything and everything. We always have a topic and, you know, we've done, we've got 64 shows in the can. So we've been doing this for a while now. We, and our shows air Monday through Friday. And it's all over the map. We have topics on sex. We have topics on porn in our day versus how it's changed. We have topics on different sex toys to use. And of course, we have to do a demonstration of all of them to make sure, like there was a clit stimulator that, that we got from a company. Well, before we can recommend it, we have to test it out on each other. You know, give it the thumbs up, nipples down, that kind of thing. <laughs> we are all over. We don't have a formula per se. It's just, it, we do all different things, but it all revolves around sex. Okay. I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. You asked the question. <laughs> we all like it. <laughs> Karen, you look shocked by it. We're into it. Well, that's because I'm 12, no. but I have no, to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys uh, now? Do you all look at like porn today? Like maybe you know old school rappers look at hip hop and be like, ah, oh, fuck this mumble rap. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I love I gotta, and I go ahead, Christy. I gotta say, I 
our porn era was the best. We had yeah, the beautiful was- golden era. We had scripts. We had uh, wardrobe people, hair, make. We were like on a real movie set. I mean, it was beautiful. Catering, three meals a day. Now it's very gonzo. You have no script. You get there. No one does your hair and makeup. You got to suck a dick. Get the one by <laughs> And then you're out. It's totally different. Yeah, I, admit, I mean, it sounds like my whole relationship. Sounds a lot like stand-up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But I'll tell you what, I love, if I've got like three minutes and I just got a nut because I'm horny and no one's around, I'm the first one to go on a site and watch two or three minutes of their free preview. It's beautiful. It's so fucking raunchy. It turns me on so much. I mean, it's like, beautiful to see one girl with 10 dicks. Yeah, so that's what Tigger turns you on. So you like that. So you go on set. I love the gonzo. And I think part of it is because Ginger and I didn't come from that crazy gonzo era. So I get to live vicariously through them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of it today, there's a reality to it because a lot of it is, you know, Joe Blow with his camera and his girlfriend. So you get a lot of real passion that goes on between people, I think, in in the porn. And, and as you said, it is raunchy and nasty. Yeah, I do the exact same thing. still playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm still, I'm always going to be an old school porn fan. You know, I love the big productions. I love the movies. Yes. I love the storyline. I love the lead up. You know, I, but I don't, I don't diss today's porn. But I know, still, our- is there still like, a, like, a, a, like something that harkens back to the 80s and 90s porn? Uh, is there any production studios that kind of do that? There are. There are about two or three main ones, but they only shoot two features a year because the money's not there anymore. We right. used to have budgets of 100000 Now the budget's about 1000 I'm not wow. kidding. Their, their wow. three meals of catering has been reduced to a tub of red vines from uh, Costco. Um, (laughs) there are a handful of companies that do again two big productions a year wicked and adam and eve and i don't know of any others ginger do you i just know no i don't maybe hustler hustler got into the parodies and they put some money into those but it's it's far and few between i mean ginger do you remember the locations that we used to shoot at they were back in the 80s two million dollar houses and we'd go in there and fuck on their furniture and they'd be watching with their friends and they were gorgeous locations now you're like okay pull up to garage e knock on the door i'll open it and then close like now it's just in somebody's bedroom or in someone's car like everything is so different and yet i'm with ginger i love today's porn Am I glad I was in my era with Ginger? Absolutely. Do I find porn hot today? Fuck yes. These girls are like triathletes. Yeah, they get it in. No, they really get it in. They shoot a lot too. Now, did you, yeah. now this is race war, so I have to ask: Did you guys notice some of the racism that went on in porn? Like, did your uh, numbers drop if you had sex with a black guy on camera back then? Like, sometimes happens today. I had a, a, a very. Uh, bizarre experience. I, I made my, my first 69 films in two years and then I quit the business for 13 and I came back and one of the things I was doing was writing my own scripts. And so I wrote a film with Shawn Michaels as my leading man. We had three sex scenes within the film and I had sex with other people as well. And I took the script to the production company and they said, no, they said, you can have 
one sex, one interracial sex scene in this big movie. Our company, we cannot release it if there's more than one. But I'm always a troublemaker. So I did the one sex scene that I was allowed to do. And there was another scene that I was supposed to be just with Julie Ashton. And Shawn Michaels was sitting next to me in the seat on the plane. Well, he got his dick out and I accidentally, fell, my mouth fell on it. And so <laughs> I got my extra, I got my extra blowjob in, but I was, I was shocked that there, and this was the year, this was 1999. Right. And so I have I to say, when I got in the business in 1984, late 84, I was the kind of girl that was very wet behind the ears, not just between the pussy lips, but I didn't know much about sex. Like I had been with really, I had been with like maybe five or six guys before I got into porn and I wasn't very experienced. So I never had a list of who I would work with because I was just lucky to be fucking anybody in these great places for $500 or whatever low amount I was being paid back then. So I never knew who I was going to work with. I'd show up. I knew the scene would be two guys or I knew it would be a girl, but I didn't care who the co-star was. And so I show up for my third film and they're like, okay, you have a boy, boy, girl scene with Steve Drake and Billy Dee. And I'm like, great, where do I go? And I walk in and there's the most beautiful black guy. And I'd never been with a black guy. I was 18. Again, I didn't have sex much before I got in. I didn't care. No one cared back then. It was like, okay, great. And it was one yeah, of my in the favorite- 80s. In the 80s, they didn't care. It was different. I did a couple of, of interracial films in the beginning of my career. And yeah, it, it wasn't it, a big deal. Nobody cared. It wasn't no. until like around so, late 90s, early 2000s that people, that they, they had issues. Why do you so think what, that what, is? What, Why do, what do you think changed? Yeah, in like yeah. the late 90s. Um, I, I don't know. You know, they started getting, there were more right rules and regulations. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do the other thing. And then there was, then all of a sudden you could do everything. Right, right. See, and there and were no Ginger, rules. When okay. Ginger did that, when Ginger came back in 99, I had already quit in 98. I never experienced that. Now I was with Vivid from 1990 till 98. And so I made like one film a month, but they would just, whoever, there was never any race involved. Um, the, the, I remember one of my first scenes with Vivid was with a guy, I think his name was Jake Steed, another black guy. No one cared at Vivid, you know. <laughs> Friend of yours? <laughs> oh, <man>. That's my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know what happened. But again, in my career, it was never an issue. It was right. never an issue. Like, mm-hmm. then I would have people say to me, oh, what's wrong with you? Why haven't you fucked Shawn Michaels? And I said, because he has his own company. And I'm a vivid girl. Like we couldn't work with each other. He had, he was under contract for him. I was under contract for vivid, but we fucked off camera at Lexi's house. Of course, Ginger. <laughs> well, the, then when I, I, the I love it how it's like, it's like they're Marvel characters. It's like Marvel, Marvel in DC. Like you like, hey, oh, we can't, you know we can't cross it over. Was. We're not allowed to. It That's really awesome. was. It but was, you had, you, you had contract stars, you had Vivid Girls, you had VCA sure. Girls, you had Wicked Girls. We took it fucking seriously. It sure. wasn't like, oh, we'll give you Christy if we could have Julie Ashen. No, that was a Vivid Girl. That was a VCA. That was a Shawn Michael production guy. People didn't change. In fact, Vivid had the first male under contract, John Doe. And- John he, Doe, that was his porn name? Yes. <laughs> Can he insure his dick for a million dollars? Yes. 
Yes. yes. And Lloyd's of London fucking put yes. that in. I don't know. He Somebody did. insured it. <laughs> yep. And then he actually, it was him or Stephen St. Croix, now that I'm thinking, they were under contract. And they thought, oh, I'll do a gonzo scene for someone else. And the owner, Vivid, called him up. And I think it was Stephen St. Croix. And he's like, why am I watching you on another production? And he said, well, it was gonzo. It wasn't a film. And he's like, you're fired. You, contract means you can't work for somebody else. What part of contract do you? So no, I have to say people took <laughs> contracts very seriously in the day. I don't care if it was porn. It was a serious thing to have a contract. God damn so it. So if you were on contract with one company, you couldn't work with anybody off unless the company made the deal with the person or? They Correct. didn't make deals with the people. They, they didn't share. They nope. didn't share. No, they nope. didn't share. It was, it was a big deal to be under contract. Dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's that day? I was, I I was, all this time we thought it was about sucking dick. You got to know contracts in porn. <laughs> I was actually I was the first girl that ever had a contract in porn. Really? Really? The very first contract girl ever. I hear that you number seven top fifty porn stars of all time. That's what they tell me. Ginger, I, I love my job. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're here so many years later together again because we love what we do. And for the most part, Ginger and I were completely so happy with what we had that we would never do anything to blow it. We would blow, but we'd never blow our good gig. I love right the now, double exactly. entendres today. Yeah, it's a double entendres <laughs> off the chain. Now, did you guys, how did family, like Ginger, when you first started, I mean, how did you, how did you come up to your family about porn, doing being in porn? <laughs> Well, I, I told my family, I told my father that I Where's posted Where's uh, Rockford, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Northwest of Chicago, about yeah. 90 miles northwest. Yeah. And I called my father. Yeah, nice Midwestern girl, the girl yeah. next door. And I called my father and I told him that I post for Penthouse. Okay. And that was all I told him. And he was cool with it. The family, everybody knew. Nobody made a big deal of it. I grew up with Playboys laying around the house. It was not a yeah. big deal. Um. The way my father found out that I did porn wasn't the exact way that I hoped it would happen. Oh, no. <laughs> and he find it himself jerking off and finding it when he realized. He walks into a dirty bookstore, and you know, the kind where you have to get the tokens that go in the, in the machine, and he gets the tokens. And before I did my, I, so here's what happened. I get hired to do this big production on the island of Kauai. I'm doing two movies at the same time. It's a quarter of a million dollar budget. I'm one of the leads. And I go, oh, fuck, what if I get there and I can't fuck on film? So I did what they call a loop. I did a practice film. Okay. Uh, no sound, just a camera and somebody go and lick your lips and, you know, move like this. <laughs> so my dad puts, I do my practice film. My dad puts the token in and there I am, doggy style, getting rammed by Ron Jeremy. Shut the oh. fuck up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it was, and the whole scene was, I said to the director, I go, I don't find him attractive, yeah. but if I don't have to look at him and it feels good, I'll do it. So why don't we keep him behind me the whole time? And, and Michael Carpenter agreed. So the whole scene is doggy <laughs> style with me <laughs> licking my lips. And I didn't know what sex he was. So I've got my, my mouth going around my lip, my tongue going around my entire mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was disowned for six months. Don't come home, see the family. You don't have any brothers and sisters anymore. And I finally, I wrote my, my father a letter and just told him about the woman that I was and the girl that I am and how 
I was proud of the, the choices that I had made and I liked what I did. And I was just the same girl that I would be if I were the president of the United States, if right. I worked at 7-Eleven or I did porn. I'm still the same woman. I just made a choice that isn't so popular. Now today, girls grow up wanting to be a porn star. Right. We fell into deal. it. We just fell into it by sheer luck. You know, and my parents, I wasn't taught, I was that total like girl that moved out at 17. No victim stories. I was never abused. I'm Where not did you grow up? Where, where did you grow up? Valley girl here in Los Angeles. Okay. I'm a born and bred Valley girl, second generation. So when I got into porn, it was like sink or swim. I had $5 phone was going to get turned off the old school, like rotary phone, whatever. And I remember getting into porn and it was like the biggest F you to my parents. Not that I had anything to be upset about. I was just rebellious. But I remember I, I didn't, I wasn't talking to them already. I wasn't like ginger where they found out and then cut me off. They already cut me off. But I remember I came out in a beautiful magazine called Velvet. And I thought I just looked... <laughs> Like, it was velvet or jugs, one of the two. And I put it in my mom's mailbox and my dad's mailbox. And uh. to me, it was like, ha ha, look what I'm doing. You know, to me, I was like, gee. But then a few years later, we started talking again. And, and my story's like Ginger's, where I said, this is what I do. And I love it. And I'm a good person. Ginger and I are so similar with that. Just a little different start. But same thing. I love that, it. I'm not going to knock it. I don't want to quit. You? You said it's not the way you wanted it to come out. How did you want your father to find out? Uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that I was going to, I'm naturally a ginger. I'm a natural redhead. And I thought that dyeing my hair blonde, and I, I was so, so naive, I thought, using my first and middle name, no one would know. My real name is Ginger Lynn Allen. Um, and I thought <laughs> girls are so creative, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but I it was back in the where you had to go into you had to go into a movie theater to to watch a, a porn movie, and I never, you know, you didn't know your dad was into the, that. Yeah. No, I didn't think my dad was a sex perv like I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh my question is, did your dad finish? No. Oh. <laughs> I well, how did not. your father explain to your mother that he was in there watching it in the first place? Exactly. <laughs> See, and this is what that I've been talking about, Sherrod. We all right? gotta expose what we be doing. Yeah. <laughs> did he say I heard from somebody, or did he say he was actually in there? Well, in what there. he did was he he beat he asked the guy that owned the store if he could buy all the copies of it, and the guy said no. So my father beat him up. <laughs> and went to jail. Now my, my my dad was a cop at the time, so my dad's in jail. Calls my grandmother to come bail him out. She bails him out. It's now like six o'clock in the morning. He takes her down to the adult bookstore, makes my grandma cry <laughs> because she's going. There's no way it's Ginger. It's not really her. So, oh my God! This is much worse than when you left the story <laughs> off. Yeah. And, yeah. And then so. My dad's back at the, the, so the guy calls the police again. When your mother saw, when your grandmother saw you on tape getting a doggy style, did she go, you get that from me? <laughs> yeah. No, she said that's, she denied it was me. She swore it wasn't me. She oh. told me she died. She, she knew everything, but she said, she swore it wasn't me. Right. So I get the call after the police leave for the second time. They don't arrest him. They 
because of the, somebody explains, you know, that he's, you know, another cop and right. that what just happened. He saw his daughter. Oh. So I get this, and I, I hadn't given my parents my home phone number. I had a pager at the time. So my pager goes off at six in the morning and my dad, I pick up the phone. I'm thinking somebody died. He's calling me at six in the morning. My dad goes, what the fuck have you been doing? And that was it. Oh my God. <laughs> that and, is, uh, holy, that's the worst way. That's the worst way. It was yeah. awful. I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. But, I don't but think it all turned out okay. Movie, my, dad, and my dad and I became best friends after that. My dad would go, when I would sign autographs at conventions, my father would come along and be my bodyguard. Oh. At conventions, you know, and he rode a Harley. So every year, up until the year he was in the motorcycle accident and died, I rode on the back of his Harley wound to Sturgis every year for like 16 years. Wow. So we became best buddies. You know, we- And I'm just- I loved when we went to Sturgis together and I was on his friend's bike. Ginger was on dad's. Then we'd get off and we'd go have beer or whatever, food. And guys would be like, Christy Canyon, Ginger Lynn. And we'd be like touching each other's boobies and turning on the guys. And your dad's like, that's my girl and her best friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. that you know what's so funny? Like, we have uh, in Philly, we got this place called Belmont Plateau where everybody goes with the bikes and everything like that. Oh, yeah. I ride motorcycles. I refuse to take my daughter up there for that whole reason. I will not. <laughs> I, I put my daughter on the back of my bike to teach her how to ride, but I will not take her to any roundups or anything. Fuck that. Very smart because there's bad girls like Ginger and me that will go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if my daughter's like that. She's going to have to find it on her own. I'm not just going to take her to the oh, show. <laughs> I used to sneak out of the hotel every night and go and I had somebody that I was hooking up with. Well, what hotel? <laughs> what what? You would use a stink at a hotel. No, oh, when you up there with the farmer? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yes. I didn't do the camping right. thing. No, I did the hotel thing. Well, this is, and this did he get a post, kick out of how famous you were out there? You know, I my dad was proud of me. I think what made him the most proud was I was in the Metallica video Turn the Page. <sighs> and there was a big MTV premiere and I had my grandma there and like 30 of my friends. My dad was back in Illinois and it's a very powerful video. And my, my father, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, it's, it's. Yeah, I remember that video, of course. Yeah. So it sounds like your dad, he, he accepted it. Like once he spotted it, he goes, okay, I know what that is. You know what I mean? Well, like, he called He me. knew it came from him. Exactly. He called me after the, he saw the video and, and I play a hooker in the video and he said, I am so proud of you. You are a fan. Yes. <laughs> you, were, you were really, really good. <laughs> but I love that about That's him. Full circle. That's full circle. Yes, definitely. But he was a great, great guy. He would be so proud of our new show, Ginger. He would be so happy with our show. Well, you know, my dad used to call in on our shows before. That's one thing I'm going to miss on our, our new show is my dad calling in. But yes, we'll get, we'll get somebody to call in. We had God call in a couple of times. Who did we have? God. God, oh, like we God. Remember when God I called in? I do. It was when the when the rapture, the day of the rapture, we had uh, God. God actually called now, into our show. Does God have a Jewish uh, agent? Because that's what I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> God is is a five foot two lesbian. 
I can see that. The agent does is God Drew. live in West Hollywood? What is she does. She does. There we go. I think John might know her. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in this perspective. Oh, I thought we lost uh, Christy. No, nope, somebody um, was oh, trying to call. Oh, fuck him! Fuck him! You this didn't lose me. This I probably did important. fuck him. I did nice. fuck him. <laughs> nice. So here's the thing: is like, um, I, I I mean, Shrod knows this as Karen. Like, I've been exploring more with my mm -hmm. sexuality in the last couple of years, and I've noticed that the 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 porn that I've been watching uh, has a lot of uh, you know production behind it. I mean, what is the average budget now for like porn? I mean, I, I know there's studios out there like, you know, there's Naughty for Teacher and like those Naughty America stuff. You know, I, I like to follow the Helix guys. Like what, like how much money are they spending on this? I think from what I hear from my, my uh, I'm on Vivid Radio and from what I hear from my guests, the budgets are maybe two to 3,000, but because of the pandemic, we've been back on radio for about six weeks. Every girl that I've interviewed has said their production is now on them because so many people had to survive because porn shut down, which it never does, let alone for four or five months. A lot of the girls now are spending their own money for production, hiring guys, hiring girls. Here's your five, six, seven hundred, whatever the guys get, a thousand for the girls. We're gonna fuck, they're their own producers now. So production has really shifted during the pandemic to a $4,000 production, let's say. Well, and there's also, doing there's also it productions. There are productions that are, are uh, like we, Chrissy, you and I both do OnlyFans. Yes. Right. One of the things that we started doing was OnlyFans and you can find both of us on OnlyFans. I'm at Blame It on Ginger, Christy's Christy Canyon 1-1. Well, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I'll see you the transcripts, John. I'll see you the transcripts on the show. Thank you. But so how does that affect, if you have a contract, how does the OnlyFans and all that affect your contract? Because like, can you get fired? No, contracts don't really exist today. They uh, really don't, or they call them non-exclusive contracts, which is a pile of shit because contracts should be lock solid. Very few right. girls get contracts. And if they do, it's for maybe two months, maybe three months, but they aren't what they used to be in the 90s at right. all. Contracts don't really exist anymore because there's too many avenues for the girls to own their content, like Ginger mm -hmm. said. We yeah. own our content. We shoot together on OnlyFans. Ginger charges me half price. I don't charge. No, I'm kidding. She doesn't charge me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do nothing for free, baby. <laughs> oh, you do it. You do her charges. I have to make her come a few times. Uh, I said I don't do anything for free. <laughs> no, maybe a bottle of water, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but no, so a lot of the girls aren't even under contract. That's such a long ago, uh, beautiful era that I don't think will ever be recaptured. If for no other reason, why go under contract when you can own your own stuff for right. only so it, sounds, it sounds like it's better now that you can be independent and own all your own content. So why, why, why go back to the what you call the good old days and the contracts when you can own everything now, shoot everything now, and be the boss from the day one? They're never going to go back to that old end days. Those days are long gone. Like when I yeah. was under contract with Vivid and Ginger, we got royalties. You can't get royalties now. It's all free out there. Right. So that era is never coming back. Never. You're a fool. I mean, it just never will. The the ship has left. <laughs> right. It's sail, baby. 
Plus, Guess you can what? make a decent living without being famous. You know what I mean? Like now, for what it, what it took to you to make a decent living, millions of people had to know you. Now, like a solid 10,000 people can know you and you're like, you know, you're good, but you don't have to deal with stardom, you know? Right. 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 Yeah. Where, whereas we were so... Porn, when we got into porn, things were still being... Or when I got into it, I was a year before Christy, all of my original films were shot on film for that first year. Everything was shot on film. Right. Then the next year, video came out, and so it became accessible to everybody. Anybody and everybody who wanted to watch it could watch it. And there, so we were paid well. We got royalties. We were paid a monthly salary to be exclusive. And then we were also paid for each scene that we shot. We were paid to do the box covers. You know, we we made we made decent money. It's, we don't didn't make the what the girls can make today with owning it privately. But I don't think I would have wanted to at, at twenty years old. Right. I just wanted to have fun. Right. Yeah, and we had fun. Oh my God, it was so much fun. But it's just a different era. We made our money in the day. Yes, under contract. But also dancing on the road. Stripping was unbelievable. We yeah. kept Polaroid in business. Like literally Polaroid shut down when the features were done. Did y'all uh, charge $20 a, a, a shot or what? Oh yeah. 20, 20 pop. Or three yeah. for 50. <laughs> yes. And where what's some of the best cities to go? Like when y'all went around um, stripping, it was like Chicago. Dallas? Chicago at the Admiral Chicago. Theater. I love the Chicago Admiral Theater. That was a great club. Goldfingers in New York. Uh, the Mitchell Ophel Brothers. Brothers. Or not Ophel yeah, Ophel Brothers in San Francisco. Yep. Um, there were great clubs. About 90%. There were a few that you'd go to, and I don't care if you come back, and they usually shut down. But dancing was our only fans in the 90s. Don't you think, Ginger? Absolutely. Yeah, and you made a lot of money from it. We did. And that's we all did. cash business. Did you pay taxes? Of course yes. we did. Of yep. we did. You suckers. Trump ain't do it, you punks. <laughs> <laughs> so creative. <laughs> Now, do you would you like encourage someone to get into the porn industry now, or would you say no? I would absolutely not encourage anyone to get into it today, and and not for the reasons that you would think. The reason that I, I say this is, you don't understand the girls that get into it that this is something that once you do it, it's there forever. It's always right. going to be there, and to find the right person in life that's going to love you anyway is difficult to find. But to find a man who's going to accept what you've done, be okay with it, be man enough to handle it, and still love you and be proud of you is really hard to do. If you've done porn, you take away a lot of the, the opportunities that I believe you would have if you didn't do porn. And, and Ginger, here's where I disagree with you. Um, I think being in porn, more people want to be with me because I'm. you and I are like these amazing legends. The reason yeah. I would tell people no, I've never had a problem getting a guy because of my past. Once in a while, they'll throw it in my face when I kick them out, but who gives a fuck? Their ass is already out my door. The <laughs> only thing that I would say is only get in it if you really research it because there are so many shady characters in the business now that were not there in the 80s and 90s. 
Now in the asshole. <laughs> so you've yeah. met Dave. <laughs> no, but if you're going to get in the business, if, if you got that in you and you want to do it, you can't stop someone. But what I would say is make sure that you go with one of the top few companies. Mark Spiegler, who's a fabulous agent, no bullshit, no, yeah, you got a girl, girl today. You show up, it's a 10 man anal gangbang. Like, <laughs> I hate when that happens. But that was my 316. Me too. <laughs> But you know, we were already at Chunky Cheese, so I had to do the same. <laughs> you're only as limited as you allow yourself to be. I know one girl who did porn, she opened up a church now. You know what I mean? Like, nobody stop her. Hey, no. and that happens. That happens. I did, a, I did something called After Porn Ends a year or two ago, and it's about what girls do after they quit right. making films. And right. one girl, she became a preacher. Yes, I know like, that. I watched that. Yes. She yes. became a total preacher. And normally I don't do those documentaries because they're very negative on the business. But after the first two, I was like, okay, I'm going to do number three to show that we're not all fucking losers and victims. Some of us have owned who we are and mm -hmm. we become empowered with it. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's why I did mine. And Ginger love, did hers. Uh, do you ladies know Jasmine Cashmere? No. No. She she went, she's very religious now, but she'll still post on Instagram throwbacks and she'll, her whole image is don't get it fucked up. Even though I walk with God, I'm still the goat. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh man, that choir must be fire. <laughs> I've never heard now, of a choir do WAP, actually. I like to hear that. <laughs> now, do you guys, like, as far as, like, uh, uh, Democrats or Republicans, I ain't going to ask you how you voted, but when do you make the most money when you go? In the 90s, <laughs> it was, I don't know about you, Ginger, but the 90s is when I really kind of started to pay attention to politics. Mm. I loved Bill Clinton. That That's what got you in. I knew Bill's got you in because of all the blowjobs and stuff. He was a sexy man. Oh, we had wet dreams about him. I love that era. Everybody was happy. Everyone had disposable income for those Polaroids. Everybody <laughs> was good. Then, and I don't mean to get political, then the world came to a grinding halt with Bush Jr., who I call Shrub. That was a fucking <laughs> Why Shrub? He's not a Bush. He's like a little shrub. I do not funny. like that man. And thank God Obama came <laughs> around and kind of righted us back, you know, in the, I mean, it was scary times during shrub era, I gotta say. I didn't like the war. I thought it was, you know, a pile of shit. Now, you don't have Democrat or Republican anymore. You either have far left or far right. I don't like any of them. I miss yeah, having a fashion Democrat. How you feel about our President Trump? Stormy Daniels, also a friend of the show. She's been on. <laughs> I don't I've never met him. I can't say. I don't know. I've never met the man. But what do you think about it? What do you think from what you say? What do you think about it? 73, killing it on Twitter. Come on. <laughs> I know he does. First of all, the reason why he's not conceding, of course, he's 73 years old. He never worked for anybody. He's never been fired in his life. The <laughs> To be the nigga who fired everybody on the show, he's never been fired. This is the first time he's been fired at 73. We got to give him some chance to get out of there. And you know he's going to quit like a disgruntled Walmart employee. He's going to give him the microphone. This, this job sucks dick, right? Yeah. They better hide the microphone, the PA system. 
yeah, God, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? I've never lived through times like this, ever. Yeah. None of us have. It's different times, but I think, you know, what do you think? We got, we, first of all, we got a second wave that's apparently coming, and we got to shut down again. They say it's going to be a long, dark winter. Yeah, What's what the plans for the winter? How are you going to get porn popping or things popping if you've got to you be guys, locked down the whole time? You have a production. Do you do productions in your house? Yeah. Christy and I, we go back and forth to each other's house. I go to her house once a month. She comes to my house once a month. We shoot together. Uh, you know, we keep our circle very close and mm -hmm. tight. I want, in, I want in on that close, tight circle, goddamn. Oh, it's very <laughs> tight. I, it is so tight. You would love how tight it is. And then our <laughs> patreon.com slash who let the girls out. We do have guests come on, but, you know, we take their temperature and um, they all, you know, no one's coughing or sneezing, that kind of thing. They like, sign a release that they yeah. don't have COVID. Is, is right. Oh, so y'all still was doing live shows all this whole time. Y'all were still doing live shows? Yeah, yeah we've, been, we've been doing live shows. The whole, we haven't stopped. But have you been doing live shows where people are coughing and sneezing? I, I kind of like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we take everybody's temperature. We're, we're, we're really careful about our guests. Okay. You know what I love, Ginger? I love, Ginger, how we started our Patreon.com slash who let the girls out at the peak of the pandemic. Uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I'm getting what's good, though. That's when everybody was trapped home. They got to do something. Listen to something. There's, yeah, something new. Something new to watch. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it so on by. funny. It was so funny. And yet, knock on wood. Let me find a piece of paper. Knock on wood. I thought you were going to say a cock. I thought it was going to be a cock joke. Cock. wood. knock on you. Whip it out, baby. <laughs> I was ready for that double entendre. <laughs> yeah, I got your triple entendre. <laughs> I like how Chrissy, right. she still sits like the hot girl in the car. Look at her with her feet. Yeah, she's still the hot girl in the car. It's <laughs> a cute little girl. Look at her. And you, you got some Lululemon on? Oh, I do. And usually I would do this at home, but I'm literally at the Vivid building sitting in my car outside because I get off my radio show at 12.58. I'm like, jamming to go down to my car i never do interviews on my phone but it was that or nothing baby so that's yeah, why I'm like, well, my usually i'm in my office all cozy got the fucking ring light on makeup today i'm like fuck it yeah i like that you're going gonzo you're going gonzo i'm gonzo i am so gonzo right now you have no idea I have the, the top half that I have on is, is for camera. The bottom half, I just came from Pilates. <laughs> the Zoom outfit. Everything I own now is, yep, sweatpants on the bottom, something a little slutty on the top. Every yep. single day. I started wearing necklaces because you, you can only see my neck. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I colored my necklace this morning. I, I'm an artist as well. I, I have a, a, a website called gingerlandart.com. And I opened up a tube of a paint. I couldn't get it to open, to come out. So I squeezed it, and I was covered in fluorescent pink paint <laughs> all over the necklace that I wear every day. I can't get it out. It's soaking downstairs. My whole outfit, I, my hair, I fluorescent paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's a money shot. That is. I do get the money shot. <laughs> now, what kind of painting? What, what kind of? How long have you been painting? And what do? What do you do? About 25 years, um, and I do abstract. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Rob Zombie's Devil's Rejects? Yeah. Or, uh, Lord's, uh, okay. I just did a painting of Captain Spaulding. Do you want to see it? Yes, it's hell yeah. Hell yes. 
I, I love the Pilates pants, by the way. I saw those. They're yep. beautiful. You guys are so fucking cute. Oh, my God. When can we meet you guys? You're really hot and sexy. ASAP. As soon oh, as she possible. Noticed. We're in LA Thank you for tonight. noticing. <laughs> yeah. We're in soon LA. So, I'm in New York, but I'm worth the wait. Mm -hmm. oh, I'll be there, <laughs> I'll be there in uh, October. Yeah, I'll be there in October for the Exotica convention. I'm coming to get you. Okay, girl. Oh, yeah. Wait, next and October. Put on some makeup. Yeah. <laughs> October 2021. No, California is yeah. three months behind. <laughs> there you go. Here's Captain Spaulding. Oh, I like it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. scary. Yes. It's a really scary version of him. Right. Yeah, well, it's got yeah. like Jared Leto Joker vibe. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> so that's I love that stuff. movie too. So that movie is great. The movie's great. So much fun to do. Working with Rob Zombie was one of the highlights of my career. Hey. Nice. Did you fuck so, him? Uh, well, in the second to Christy Canyon. I Thank mean, I'm, you. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. I can hear you. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Did you fuck Rob Zombie? Hmm. Oh, I didn't fuck Rob Zombie, but I would have loved to fuck. But only if I could do Sherry Zombie as well. Okay. I would, I, I would do the I do them as a, a, a team. Who's somebody famous? Give us somebody famous who you knocked down. Robin uh, Williams. Everybody know who? Robin yeah, Williams. Oh, Christy did Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, he's a friend. He was my friend. God bless him. I miss him. I did. Oh, I was when was this? When, when was this? When did you knock down Rob? A uh, Robin. Oh God! In the eighties, I was the chuckle fucker. I would go to the comedy <laughs> store every weekend and fuck every comedian I could. When I got to oh, Louis we missed you. Oh, Louis Anderson. He was not. They're like Christy are barking up the wrong tree on him. <laughs> you were gonna fuck him? I like that. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he like he was, yeah, you're bugging up the wrong tree. He's like, oh, yeah, you know Peter North? I'm like, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Have, yeah. He I think oh. he would have preferred Peter North, but I don't want to say. Wow. And what about you, Ginger? Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that people don't know. Uh Billy Idol, <laughs> George Clooney. Charlie Sheen, Blue <laughs> Diamond Phillips, Christian Slater. Uh, what? She had the brass pack. She had the brass pack. It's like Con and all of us. When they fuck. <laughs> yeah, I did the, I did the brat pack. And I did the <laughs> Even Sammy? You better give Sammy some. I, I did Sammy as well. Absolutely. You kidding me? <laughs> Thank you. You might got one eye, but so does that penis. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to think of who counts. Oh, you know who I used to do was Larry somebody. It was Larry was, he was, the, oh, he was the actor hey. that he was, oh, no. Oh. God, what was his name? I was in the, I was in a kid's, I was in a kid's ser series called, uh, something that I can't remember. Oh, shit. Uh -huh. I can't remember. Larry somebody. Larry black. Hagman? No, he was black. Okay. Larry Fishburne? No. That's Larry. His daughter did porn, too, you know. Larry she? Yeah. Montana she did for Vivid. Fishburne. Ma Montana she, Fishburne. She did the Vivid series. And one day when she did that, I was at Vivid was, uh, for radio, and I walk in, and there's Montana Fishburne. And I said to the owner, Vivid, I'm like, who's that hot girl? He's like, 
Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. And I'm like, no way. And he said, yeah, we're leaking a celebrity sex tape. And yeah. I said, oh my God, what does her dad say about that? Like, I mean, come on. And he's like, Christy, she's doing it to fucking stick it to her dad. She's got some fucking daddy issues. Yeah, she does. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, apparently he didn't give her the same attention he gave his son in uh, <laughs> Boys in the Hood. <laughs> That'll show you, Dad. <laughs> Having to that Boys in the Hood speech he gave his son. He didn't give it to Montana. Oh, <laughs> my God. He did. You just got hit. The guy in the beginning of the movie, though, where he had to rate leaves, she still had that face. <laughs> you know yeah. what? You my son, though. You my son. Give me the gun. <laughs> you know who I want to do, and I don't know your name, it's the guy in the red hat. Dave. 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 Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, love. How you doing? Good. You're really fucking sexy. Oh. Yeah, I like that, you know? I'll be up in Chicago soon. You know? Yeah. I can make Wait, you in Chicago, or are you in LA? Uh, no, I'm in Las Vegas, actually. Oh, you're in Vegas oh, right okay. now. I'm in Vegas. Come on out to Vegas, baby. Yeah, yeah we love okay. Vegas. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll make that work. No, that would be so much fun. Are the casinos <laughs> open? Everything's open. Yeah. Vegas. Especially in Vegas. It's no, Vegas. I was just in Phoenix. No one cares in, in Arizona at all. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're caring now. Those numbers are fucking spiking. They starting yeah. to care. Those hospitals getting full. But it's yeah, great. one of my exes live in Vegas. She lives in uh, she lives in Henderson. She's a principal That's where of I live. schools. I live in Henderson. Oh yeah, uh, Western High and uh, what's the Liberty? Okay, I'm. She's I'm the principal at one. She's the principal at Liberty High School. I think that's in Liberty. Whoa. Probably five ten minutes from me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, it is. We went to the prom together in Brooklyn. <laughs> Aw, that's so awesome. That is great. And yeah. we'll be in Chicago. Somebody said they're in Chicago. We yeah. will be there with Vivid Radio in April for the Exotica Convention. Okay, Exotica's going to be in... Oh. So they that's already... Right. They planted it already that they're going to be back and we're going to be able to mingle and... Yeah. They got the room yeah my already. 2021 is just blank. Like the days aren't even in the calendar yet. None of them. They don't have you numbers. Know, <laughs> I just did a convention here in Las Vegas called the Days of the Dead. And what they did was they we all had to wear our masks at all times. They only allowed 50 people into the convention center at one time. So mm. they let so you never had a line. There was never any crowding. It was perfect. They did it right. So there are ways to make it happen. Of right. course there are they people need to get creative. They really do just need to get creative during this time. And if you're safe, chances are you won't get it. Right. I mean, I'm yeah. going to take that segue right there. Um, as speaking of things that are creative, I mean, listen, we're, we're out here in L.A. doing shows because this weather is beautiful out here. I mean, it it's, is. It's, you know, we can do outdoor comedy over here. And, yeah, people need to uh, adapt. And yes. I agree completely. So based yeah. on that, we're out here, but I'll be honest, Sherrod, I'll announce it now. We're actually leaving tomorrow, or actually I'm leaving on Saturday, but we're going to be back full force in January here in Los Angeles to do some shows. Dave just jumped on. Uh, he did two shows with me. He's doing a third one tonight. Uh, we yeah. love the West Hollywood area being really good. I mean, we got Eric Griffin on tonight. You know, Jay Jordan came in from uh, New York as well. So 
we're pretty excited. I mean, there's a good roster out here. We'd love to get you out here, Sherrod, as well. Yeah. But, you know, we got to be creative. These outdoor spaces, doing 50 people at a convention center and then kind of staggering it like that. That's absolutely yeah. what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still I doing, agree. like, shows. I did the – I got the, another show, me and Sam J, who writes on SNL. We're doing a show November 28th in uh, Royceford, Pennsylvania. We're doing oh, Soul yeah. Joel again. Soul so Joel. I went out there, like, a week ago. It was, like, 200 people on the heated tent. It was dope. So I'm going back and I'm bringing Sam J with me. So we're going to be out there November 26th. So y'all go to November 28th, that's Saturday. So uh, yeah, go to souljoecomedy.com and get those tickets ASAP. I'm going to run through. I'm going to run through because I'll be back on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, you got to make the most of it. You know, you can't be held down. But it is a pain in the ass not to have, you know, the stage, the stage like we need as stand-up comedians and shit like that. But, you know, we'll make it through. Yeah, but LA hasn't had what we had. Go ahead, Judge. Sorry. I was saying, I just watched uh, Kevin Hart just did a new stand up piece last that I watched. Oh, last yeah, night. out of his house. And he did it out of his house with just yeah. a small group of people, and it was fantastic. Yeah. It was wonderful. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. You have to get creative in this time. You can't stop your life. And I think some people are just going to change their whole life and be hermits forever. I mean, I was out and about within about the first week, just very careful. And again, thank God nothing happened. You just have to wear that fucking ugly ass mask. Yeah, right. As you can tell, I'm I'm not wearing right now. The hot air keeps my lips soft. It's making my beard grow. So, you know, there's some good stuff. I like the mask. Mm -hmm. When I go to sleep, I take it off my mouth and I put it over my eyes and wear it like a a, a sleeping mask, like Helen Willis. (laughs) (laughs) I just Helen Willis it. I go up and down on that. You're so funny. <laughs> you guys want to do some pluggy plugs? Now, we do know the show. That Let's plug the show again. So All the show right. Again, John, we're in uh, West Hollywood, the night stand of New York, the super dope show. Yep. What's the number to text to get all the details? Uh, it's some 917 number. Follow us on Stand Up New York, though. Uh, check it out over there. Listen, we're running things here in L.A. until we're going to keep doing shows here in L.A. on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, one in Venice or one in West Hollywood, but we're still out. We're going to be back in New York City. We're doing Temple of Laughter. That show starts, was on Thursday. So we're still doing things. We're making things happen for comics. We're making sure that people can laugh. We're being, we're adapting to our situation just like everybody else's. And all these are safe environments as well. So please come out. We'd love to see you. Uh, Stand up NY uh, on all forms of social media. Follow us there. Yeah, Thank you, Manny Pacquiao. Now, Ginger. Go to Dan Temple Comedy. She posted where, uh, where I'm going to be again? at, man. I'm, I'm doing shows. Uh, you got to have antibodies, though. You got to have an antibody test to come to my live shows. If you say can't it, come to my say live your shows, website again, though, Dave. Oh, DaveTempleComedy.com. There you go. Boom. Man. Ginger? Yes, baby. Oh, all right. Did you I'm still here. Did you finish? Sorry. No, go ahead. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and our show, but, go ahead, Christy. Yeah, our Christy. show is patreon.com slash who let the girls out. And for oh. our other content, follow our OnlyFans. I am um, OnlyFans.com slash Christy Canyon 1-1. And Ginger is... Ginger is, it's uh, OnlyFans.com slash Blame It On Ginger. Blame It On Ginger, yeah. You guys had fun on the show today? We had a blast. You guys are Uh, wonderful. Thanks for coming on. Definitely in New York. Let's visit. We would love that. If you 
Make it to Vegas. Let's have a party. Oh, yes, go. definitely. I'm going to hold you to that. That's happening. Karen, you want to do some pluggy plugs wait the letter? Sure, you can find me online, Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S, on TikTok, Karen Kardashian, and check out Two Black Guys with Credit. Let me know what you think. Yes, Rachel was in the building. Oh, that was spectacular. Ginger, uh, Christy, Dave, John B, white daughter Karen. Guys. Uh, what a show. Thank you, guys. Love you. Talk to you soon. Rachel. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye, guys. Peace.